Back in 2010, this album came out, Seasons of My Soul, and the lead single was called Aretha. It's Rumor. I got Aretha in the morning, high on my headphones and But she's always crying I got no one to confide in Aretha, nobody but you And mama, she'd notice But she's always fighting Something in her mind And it sounds like breaking A voice. Even Richard Carpenter, yes, Richard Carpenter, dropped her a line and said, thank you, we've all been waiting for a voice like that. And I knew exactly what he meant. So her name is Sarah Joyce. How did you get the name Rumour? Well, the name Rumour came about because my mother died of breast cancer in 2003. And when she died, she left me a list of books to read. And one of the books was by a writer called Ruma Godden, a famous British writer who had spent a lot of her childhood in India. And um, I lost the list and I was really upset that I'd lost this really precious list that my mother had left me. So I'd be sitting at work, whatever work I was doing at the time, I was working on the deli or counter or shop floor or whatever it was. And I'd be sitting there thinking, what was on the list? What was on the list? What was?" It? And all I could remember was Ruma. And then I suddenly started thinking to myself, oh, it's such a romantic name, you know. I started sending my CDs out with the name Rumour. You know, nobody ever replied because this is when I was trying to get my thing going. I'd send demo tapes, demo CDs all the time and nobody ever got back to me. So I didn't expect anyone to get back to me. So I just put Rumour on one of the CDs and then somebody rang me and said, hello, is that Rumour? And it was about a week or two later and I would completely forgotten I'd done it. And it was really, really uncomfortable. And I said, um, yes, <laughs> yeah. you know, and and that was it, really. So it was kind of weird. And it was, it was also quite nice because it kind of came from my mum indirectly. Yeah. And then later on, I found that the name, uh, the reason why I liked the name and that it resonated with me was because it was meant it, it was kind of it came from the word romantic and gypsy. It means gypsy. So it was sort of sums up a lot of the music to me. Thank you. I'm glad I asked. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> Quite a I long know. story. No, it's lovely. <laughs> when when Seasons of My Soul came out, and it was just it's a huge hit record. You were doing everything, Brit nominations, Mojo Awards. I mean, it was like boom, you'd arrived. As well as being incredibly exciting, was it a little overwhelming? What was interesting was was that when you struggled for so long, like I had been beating down the door, you know, banging down the door, just wanting any opportunity at all, just anything. I'd gone from sort of having nothing at all to suddenly there has been this situation created where everything came at once. And so you had this sort of terrible 
guilt if you didn't enjoy it or that you didn't just say yes to everything and do everything you possibly could all at once. But in actual fact, what it boils down to in practicality is a lot of packing, unpacking, traveling, getting on trains, planes, buses, cabs, taxis. You know, it actually boils down to that, you know, sitting in the makeup chair, you go here, do this, do that, turn left, turn right, you know that's what it ended up being and I kind of got sort of drained in it just just didn't have enough energy to really and but all the while sort of feeling a bit bad that I was somehow you know maybe I was I don't know like I was supposed to be enjoying it but I and it was supposed to be the dream come true but actually I was just in this sort of whirlwind just you know this treadmill just going and going and going I mean they say I mean I, went, I remember going to the doctor and and, and explaining my, myself and um and they said I see people like you all the time you know, you're, you're, it's chronic stress. You just got to stop doing the stressful thing. I said, well, I can't stop doing the stress, stressful thing because I've got Albert Hall, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't do that. I, you know, so it was, you know, when somebody, when your life sort of scheduled out for a year or two in advance and you've just got this schedule that that just is runs away from you and why I had to get away from it and people say where did rumor go you know she just disappeared well I had to I had to disappear I had to go and live out of the industry because it was just like I'm always been a community person I've always been a big part of my community community is very important to me being part of where I live and contributing and working I never had a job I never I never got into the music business till I was 30 so I'd had my whole 20s I had life I had jobs you know, I'd done every job under the sun. I was fairly, you know, I'd experienced life experience at that time. So I had my life kind of in a way snatched away because suddenly you're sort of, so they reach in and they sort of take you out of your life and then they put you on the hamster wheel and you don't see friends, you don't see family, you miss things, you don't get invited to things. Eventually people stop inviting you. Meanwhile, because you're on every billboard and on TV adverts and things like that, everyone you've ever known or ever met in your entire life suddenly starts to send you messages and but you haven't got time to, to, to message anyone back. I just remember it being busy, just incredibly busy. And it got to the point where I was waking up sort of cowering, just sort of cowering from living, basically. I had to leave the business, you know, in order to just rewild and, yeah. and, and lay some foundations. I mean, you ask a simple question, but it's, it's very complicated. These are quite complicated no, answers. It, it, you no, know? but it makes absolute sense. It, it, thank you. I want to turn on to something much, much happier, I hope, for you. Oh, yeah, because Joni Mitchell, in so many singer-songwriters' lives, is in there right at the heart, at the root of, of, of influence, etc. You've recorded a couple of tracks. I only picked up on them, literally. I was playing them as we started doing this call. And I love what you've done with both of those. Don't Interrupt the Sorrow and Amelia. Uh, are there more Joni songs, or is it just those two at the moment? Just those two. It's part of a project that um, Redenbacher's Funkestra, Stefan Redenbacher um, and his group were doing a Joni Mitchell project. And I was invited to sing a couple of songs. But yeah, there is an album called Both Sides Now and by Stefan Redenbacher. That was really nice. And that was a way of meeting those guys who I'm doing the O2 gig with and who I've been collaborating more with. So it was a really nice project. And those were kind of arrangements that they uh, came up with and we collaborated on. So, yeah, it was a lovely experience. It was all recorded live. Well, let's play one right now. This is Don't Interrupt the Sorrow. 
Beautiful rendition of Don't Interrupt the Sorrow, Joni Mitchell classic, from my guest this morning, Rumour. Love it. Can't wait to hear more where that came from. I want to ask you a question that goes back to about 2012, I think. You were in Daryl Hall's house, and uh, that session, I remember watching it, and there was a version of I Can't Go For That. And you just seemed to really all gel together. It was, was there magic in the studio? It, it felt like it to me. There was real magic on that. You know, it was interesting because, you know, I was talking about earlier about how burnt out I was. Yeah. You know, being asked to do all these things and being constantly doing things. Well, I really related to the lyrics, you know, you know, like um, you want my body and you want my soul, you know, no can do and all of that. I felt like I was, it was, it was really speaking to me at that time. And then when I got on the phone with his music director to talk about it, and I was saying, you know, I really relate to, I'd like to do, I can't go for that because it reminds me of the record company. And he said, it's funny because that's what they wrote it about, you know, was being, uh, was being exhausted from, from all the promotion. Yeah, it was just, it was just a really natural, spontaneous thing. And the way that um, Daryl Hall works is that he's so creative. He's so explosive as a creator that he doesn't really want to rehearse things. He just wants to launch in. So he's he's really into the magic. You know, he just, just start, just see what happens, you know, which was amazing, you know. And so what, what, what was captured on that video was a little bit of magic, actually. Yeah. And that song you subsequently have recorded with your own guys. Yeah, and the reason why I did that was because after that performance on Live from Daryl's House, I did quite a few songs, and we we had so much demand from people. Oh, can you can we can we get the the, the MP3s? Can we get a EP or whatever? And so we asked them, could we license these tracks from you? And they said no for whatever reason they couldn't do it. So we thought the next best thing would be to try and record one or two of them. So we did that, and I think we did be thankful as best we could. And even Daryl Hall's guitar player was on those tracks, you know. But, you know, it's not the same, but it was the best we could do. Well, let's have a listen to that, your version of I Can't Go For That. You got the body, now you want my 
I can't go for that in the capable hands of rumour. Let's talk about Snowbird. Wow and thrice wow. I mean, there's a song that's been in my life pretty much all the time, I guess in yours as well. What drew you to it? Well, do you know what? It's one of those songs that you sort of know, but it's part of the wallpaper. But for me, I didn't really know Dan Murray past all the, you know, past the hits. And a, a very dear friend of mine, she said um, she she was talking. We were talking about Anne Murray, and you know she's a huge Anne Murray fan, and it just inspired me to go and listen to more Anne Murray. And I got really into it, and I I fell in love with Snowbird, and I and I thought I'd love to record that, you know, for like you know a winter song, a seasonal song, and we just did it, and it came together so naturally. Just having renewing a love for Anne Murray and doing you know a bit more of a deep dive into her because she has a fantastic voice. Well, before we play it, I'm going to ask you to do something uh, because today on Manx Radio is the launch of our Christmas music rotation. So all the, all the Christmas tunes are coming out the box. So like people do a lighting up ceremony, would you declare the Christmas music season on uh, the morning show? Because they've already played some earlier, but we won't, we'll ignore that. Declare the Christmas season, the music on the morning show, officially open. I declare the Christmas music on the morning show officially open. That is perfect. Thank you. We will therefore play your wonderful song, wonderful version of Snowbird. And Ruma, thank you for being on this morning. Thank you so much. Beneath this snowy mantle, cold and clean, the unborn grass lies waiting for its coat to turn to green. The snowbird sings the song he always sings And speaks to me of flowers that will bloom again in spring When I was young, my heart was young then too Anything that it would tell me, that's the thing that I would do But now I feel such emptiness within For the thing that I want most in life's the thing that I can't win Spread your tiny wings and fly away And take the snow back with you where it came from on that day The one I love forever is untrue And if I could, you know that I would fly away That you'll only break my heart again Should I decide to stay So little snowbird Take me with you when you go To that land of gentle breezes Where the peaceful waters flow Spread your tiny wings and fly away And take the snow back with you came from on that day The one I love forever is untrue And if I could you know that I would fly away
I never told her is how much I missed her voice. So good to have it back. Pauline agrees. Loving rumours, music and voice. More, please. Well, thank you. And uh, David Cretney's been in touch. Thank you, David. And, uh, yeah, I agree. Lovely, lovely lady and a fabulous voice. Well, that's out now. Rumour, her version of Snowbird.